We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey everyone, welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Tuesday, it's October 3rd, it is 2023. We have four baseball games to talk about here. First round of the playoffs, the wild card round. All eight teams that are in this round are in action here on today's slate. I'm Ryan Solo today, going to be breaking down this uh, four-game slate solo. And uh, just having some fun with it because playoffs are here. We know what to expect playoff baseball-wise. If pitchers get in trouble, they could see early yanks. And uh, we're going to, I mean, be able to most of the time predict what the lineups are going to look like here with all teams kind of rolling out the best they have. And the positive side is we get baseball throughout the day. You know, 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock, 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock here on the east coast almost sounds like a song hope everyone's having a fantastic tuesday and uh, we'll be back live on youtube on wednesday for baseball and uh, football following up here throughout the week so getting started with texas rangers tampa bay rays tampa rays seven and a half total in this game the Rays, a 150 favorite. We have Glasnow and Jordan Montgomery facing off against each other. Jordan Montgomery has pitched really well uh, down the stretch. He's had some, you know, really solid games. And, I mean, just kind of went into a stretch here against good teams and pitched really well. So, I'm slightly interested in Jordan Montgomery from a tournament perspective because, I mean – Tampa is a really solid offense. They're fourth in W. They were fourth in WRC plus in uh, the regular season, but they strike out. They have a 23% K rate against left-handed pitching this season. This lineup is, is really solid, but it's still not as good as it was at the beginning of the season against left-handed pitching. You're going to get probably nine righties in this lineup. Uh, depends like if Taylor walls starts or not. But yeah, you should probably get nine righties here with Brandon Lau hurt. 
Um, I would assume that we see nine righties. So that's where we kind of run into the problem with Jordan Montgomery on the season. 301 Woba. He's allowed 18 home runs. 17 of his home runs have been against right-handed pitching or hitting. Sorry. Um, 21.5% K rate. 4.2 XFIP on the season for Montgomery against righties. So tough matchup with him potentially facing nine, nine righties here. Um, kind of a boom bust spot. You're just really attacking the strikeouts and I think p- pivoting off the chalk. I, I really think like Gaussman, Gaussman Wheeler looks to be the combo for me as far as like chalky single entry build type of lineup. So going um, to glass now on the other side, I think glass now is interesting for tournaments as well. He's really shown flash some upside this season. 33% against lefties, 30, almost 34% against righties. Um, just been absolutely dominant this season at home. He's pitching at home in this game. Texas is a tough lineup, but this is a guy that has shown big strikeout upside. And I think that's what we're kind of looking for here on a four-game slate is just trying to chase that ceiling. So with this game being in Tampa, Really like this spot for Glass now. They were very careful with his pitches down the stretch. Um, if he's pitching well, I fully expect him to get 100-plus pitches in this game. I think he's one of a few pitchers on the slate that can go for 30-plus. So very interested in this spot for Tyler Glass now. And, I mean, like I said, Texas, they're not a team that you typically play hitters against, but regular season's over. We're playing – Pitchers against tough teams and hitters against tough pitchers. So let's talk bats. As far as um, as far as Texas goes here, when Tyler Glasnow typically struggles, he doesn't struggle very often. But when he does typically struggle, it's it's typically a power lefty. So I mean, Corey Seager, Nate Lowe, I, I think both of these guys potentially in play. I don't mind Evan Carter. You know, he really finished the season strong. I expect him to be very low owned here. His price has come up. Uh, should hit eighth or ninth in this lineup, which should help keep his ownership down. But, I mean, I've been talking about this guy since he got called up. I, I think that he has he's talented and he has a little bit of upside in this, ma- in this matchup. Outside of that, I mean, you could take shots on Garcia and Simeon. They're, I mean, they're so expensive. Like, Marcus Simeon's 50 700 garcia's 5100 so tough righty righty matchup tough matchup against this bullpen texas is one of my least favorite teams on this slate as far as the bats are concerned tampa bats i mean they're getting a lefty they're gonna throw like i said nine righties at him in this matchup i mean a rosarina and parodies are probably my two favorite here a rosarina 5500 parodies 4500 so they're somewhat priced up um, I did read that like Jose Siri is someone that could potentially come back. And if he came, if he came back here, like, I think, I think like he has some upside. He's been really strong against left-handed pitching this season, especially power wise. So maybe you could take some shots on him in this spot. I mean, you're going to, you're going to get some value here with potentially with like Margot. Um, Curtis Mead is probably 
going to crack the lineup here. Could get pinch hit for. I mean, the pinch hit risk is real. Uh, but Curtis Mead's like 2,900. Yande Diaz is expensive. I don't mind him if you're building a Tampa stack, but it's going to be tough for me to get to him on this four-game slate. Toronto at Minnesota, seven and a half total here. Gaussman against Pablo Lopez. The Minnesota Twins, a minus 122 favorite in this matchup. So let's talk about it. We're going to start with Kevin Gaussman. Minnesota, I mean, they've been a hit or miss offense all year. Their WRC plus really climbed towards the end of the year, but they're still striking out at a huge clip against right-handed pitching. So I think Gaussman, ceiling-wise, definitely has some upside here. Um, I mean, they probably get Buxton back for this series. Everything I've read is he's likely to come back. So, I mean, that's a little bit of a bump to the lineup. But, I mean, when we look at Kevin Gaussman just on the season, he's been very, very consistent. He's been very good all year. Had a rough stretch there where he struggled a little bit. But his biggest thing is just giving up home runs. If he can keep the home runs down, he has the strikeout upside. His K rate is sitting over 30% this season, 32 against righties, 29 and a half against lefties. So he has that upside we're looking for. This is a very high strikeout team. They're going to get healthy here. Um, I mean, Royce Lewis should be back. Buxton should be back. Uh, everything I've read is Polanco with the ankle soreness should be back. So it's a, it's a tough matchup, but I mean, the strikeouts are there. This is a team that strikes out a bunch. So very interesting Gaussman in this spot. Pablo Lopez on the other side, I think he's the sneakiest pitcher on the slate. Um, one of the reasons that they're favored in this game is because of Pablo Lopez. We don't like playing pitchers against Toronto, but we really like pitchers that dominate right-handed hitters against Toronto because this lineup is so right-handed heavy. 33% case, 2.8 XFIP, under a one whip, just absolutely has dominated right-handed hitters all season. Love this spot here for Pablo Lopez. Again, this lineup's going to be very right-handed. Belt, Biggio, Varsho, maybe Kiermeyer. Like, those aren't lefties we're necessarily worried about. Maybe Belt. But I mean, I know like I know Biggio's end of the season run was strong. And I mean, you know, you definitely want to get hot at this time of the year. But I mean, are we really trusting Calvin Biggio? I'm not. Um, so I really like this spot for Pablo Lopez today. He is the guy that I'm looking at potentially using to pivot off of one of these chalkier pitchers. Um but yeah, very interested in Lopez. As far as the Toronto bats, I mean, he has been elite, elite against right-handed hitters. That you know, we talked about it so much. I you could potentially take some shots here. Like I like Biggio is cheap enough where if you're not playing Lopez on a, on a team, you can play some Biggio. Um, Kiermaier with a stolen base upside, maybe a little bit of upside here. But one of the reasons that I like Pablo Lopez so much in this spot. And it's just basically this lineup is not great against right-handed pitching and they should be Minnesota bats. I mean, Gaussman, he gives up home runs. So I'm definitely 
looking to chase some home runs here. Uh, Kirloff, Kepler, Lewis, Buxton. I don't even mind like Julian at second base. He has a little bit of pop. Um, if Walner cracks the lineup, love his overall ceiling against right-handed pitchers that give up home runs. Um, so definitely looking for the Minnesota bats for a little bit of power upside in this matchup. Moving on, we got Arizona at Milwaukee. Eight total in this game. Fiat against Burns. Milwaukee, a 185 favorite here with Corbin Burns. We'll go to Fiat first. I mean, this guy, his ERA has been awful, but his advanced stats have been a lot better than the ERA. He, his strikeout rate has been all over the place. Um, Really, really solid couple starts here. Um, he's really cheap. I don't know if we'll necessarily need the value. The matchups that he pitched well on, well in, were better matchups uh, for him. I still think like this is one of the most pieced together lineups in the postseason. The Milwaukee Brewers and Fiat is really cheap. That if you wanted to take some shots on him, I don't think I necessarily talk you off of it. I mean, Carlos Santana's hitting third. Mark Kana has been hitting fourth. Um, I mean, this lineup keeps doing it, but can they continue to do it here in the playoffs? So, I mean, if you're going to punt and just load up on bats somewhere, and I, I think that's kind of tough, um, but I definitely would prefer Fiat over Lazardo and Montgomery. Corbin Burns, I mean, 8K for a guy that we know has ceiling. It's not the best matchup in the world. Arizona has been one of the best teams in baseball against right-handed pitching um, this season. They have dipped a lot here in the second half of the season. You know, they started the season as a top five team in WRC+. They are down to 17th is where they finished the season in WRC+. They're still such a low strikeout team. But the bottom half of this lineup isn't great. And this is a spot where Corbin Burns has that strikeout upside. Um, so very interested in Burns for large field tournaments. Milwaukee is a team that likes going to the bullpen and using that bullpen. But if Burns is pitching well, I, I definitely think he goes 100 plus. Um, he's gone 97 or more pitches. In every start since August 1st, except for the last start where they yanked him early um, because of the playoffs. So very confident in Burns getting 95 plus, 100 plus pitches if he's pitching well. As far as the bats for Arizona, it's the top half of this lineup. Like I said, I don't love the bottom half. Um, looking at like Alec Thomas for value, Tommy Pham, Christian Walker, Kettle Marte, Corbin Carroll, uh, just looking at the top half of this lineup and trying to just kind of pinpoint some home runs and some upside against Burns. Cause I mean, Burns, and again, like we are at that time of the year where every pitcher that's pitching is really solid. Burns has really struggled with like power righties this year. It's very odd. Um, so maybe this is the shot you take on like a Christian Walker should be a really low on first baseman. 
Tommy Pham. Like, take a shot on those power righty combo right there. Gary L is like a three-man. The Milwaukee side, I think the Milwaukee Bats end up being one of the most popular stacks here on the slate. We don't have projected ownership up yet. But looking at it with Fiat compared to some of these other big names on the slate, I expect Milwaukee to be popular. And, I mean, I, I like the Brewers. On the teams that I'm not playing Fiat, I probably play Fiat on one of three or zero of three teams. So I'm definitely going to be looking at the Brewers' bats, um, Kana, Freelich, Yelich, Contreras, Santana, Adamas, uh, Terang. I don't love Donaldson, so he's probably going to homer because he'll probably be the guy I leave out the most. Looking at wraparound stats, we like a Garrett Mitchell. But I really like overall, I really like this spot for Milwaukee. They're going to be a team I'm targeting. Um, they still have some value, like I said, with Kana and Freelick. If they hit fourth and fifth here, 3,600 and 4K on DraftKings. Um, I don't love playing Carlos Santana. It is a four game slate, and he does have 20 plus home runs this year. So he has a little bit of upside in this matchup as well. Van stats wise, Fiat's home run issues is definitely more against lefties than it is against righties. So very interested in the left-handed hitters here. Very interested in overall. Um overall in the spot because love I mean love this spot, really. I love it both ways. I could see a Fiat pitching well and I could see the Milwaukee Bats doing well. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Miami at Philadelphia, 7.5 total in this game. Lazardo and Wheeler. Um, Philadelphia, a 170 favorite in this one. We'll start with uh, Jesus Lazardo, he definitely put the strikeouts together this year. It was good to see uh, his strikeout rate sit right at 30%. Um, his biggest issue is righties. Philadelphia is absolutely loaded with righties. Um, so I'm, I'm definitely concerned here. Turner, Bohm, Romuto, Cassianos, all these guys can hit left-handed pitching. So... Boom bust spot. I'm leaning more Philly bats and I'm leading Lazardo. And I'm a huge Jesus Lazardo fan. I think he's very, very talented. I just think this is a, a really tough spot for him. 
Philadelphia or Zach Wheeler. I, I really like Wheeler in this spot. Um, I mean, the Marlins lineup, kudos to them. Kudos to the Marlins in general. Um, no one predicted the Marlins to make the playoffs this year. Um, so kudos to the Marlins in general to make the playoffs, make the run. Um, I think Zach Wheeler is an extremely good pitcher, and he should pitch really well in this spot. He struggled a little bit at home this year. I, I mean, if this game was on Miami, I would have a t- like you'd be probably three out of three type of build for me at 8,600. But I mean, he just he strikes out righties at such a high clip. He doesn't walk anybody. Um, so he can really attack the good hitters in this lineup. Solaire and Berger, um, Jazz, Bell. So I expect Wheeler to attack him. And if he's pitching well, get, you know, 95 to 105 pitches. Put up hopefully 25 plus. On teams you're not playing Wheeler, Jazz, Bell would be my two favorites here. Wheeler's really good against righties. Um, I mean, in large field tournaments, I think you t- could take some shots on Solaire just because of the power upside. Jesus Sanchez is cheap if you want a cheap outfielder that has some power. Don't mind looking at those guys um, on the value side. Um, as far as the Phillies bats go... I mean, as much as I like Lazardo, I think this is a really tough spot for him. So I'm going to try to get, you know, Castellanos in there. I think it's a great spot for him. Alec Bohm, I think it's a great spot for him. Not fully fading the lefties here. Um, you know, obviously, ton of interest in Trey Turner. If Kristen Patchy cracks the lineup, he's 2.1K. Um, he has power. They've been they used him a little bit down the stretch. Um, I don't know if he'll even crack the lineup here for this like division or wild card round. But if he does, um, I really don't mind taking some shots on like a wraparound stack with him here or bottom half stack um, with Castellanos Romuto. That's it. I mean, should be, I mean, good day of baseball. We're, we're going to get two, at least two really good days this week um, here early in the week with this wild card round, depending on like who's winning and who's not. I, I wouldn't be shocked if we see some three game series here. Um, morning grind game. I'll play the morning grind game really quick. We usually do under 8K to get six or more strikeouts. If I had to pick anybody, it'd probably be Fiat. Over 8K to score under 15. My bust here. Uh, I think I have to go Burns. Over 4K to hit a home run. I really like this spot for Nick Castellanos to hit a home run today. And then under 4K to get two hits. Um, give me. He's exactly. I was going to say Freelick, but he's exactly 4K. Oh, I worry about pinch hit risk. I mean, that's the one thing you're worried about the most, too. Uh, give me Mark Kana at 3,600. 
And then a stack to score six or more runs. I don't stack as much on these four-game playoff states, and I probably should, or slates, but um, I don't typically stack as much on these slates. So I will say the team that gets six or more, give me Philadelphia. I think Philadelphia is going to put it on Miami in Philadelphia. Last game on the slate, uh, give me Philly. Hope everyone has a fantastic Tuesday. Hope you enjoyed the short breakdown here of these four games. Early lock at 3.08 Eastern. Enjoy some playoff baseball. We'll be back tomorrow. See you then.